Hello. Hi, how's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. We've got nothing to talk about because we're still in quarantine. Um, yeah. Here we are I, again. The weather's nice. <laughs> is it? Is it starting to get warm there now? Yeah, it's nice out today. The sun is shining. The, the temperature is nice. I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to go to the the PRK later, which is what I say when I don't want to say P-A-R-K out loud yeah. in front of my dog. Because she can spell. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, okay, so there's... I don't know. It's like my mom always says it. It's like a family joke, I guess. I think it's because when my cousin was little, he figured out that P-A-R-K meant park, but uh-huh. he couldn't spell yet. So he would say P-R-K because he just thought that's what it was called. Cause, oh, yeah. cute. So, but my mom says it all the time still. And so I do because she does. I don't know. Yeah. I forgot to tell you about this. I had a sudden realization. I want to. I was watching Disney Plus today, watching that new show on there, Jeff Goldblum thing, like a world according to him. Okay, that's it. And so they do each like each episode is like different. And um, I was watching a episode on RVs. Okay. And how cool it looks. Like, people live in them. Like, a conversion, like a converted school bus. They change it to an RV and just go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. How much I want to do that. I Googled how much it would be if I come there. There's no places you can pick it up near Detroit, though. Like, I looked to see if I can find it. The closest one was, like, Chicago. And that's too far away from you. So, uh... But I would love to do that. That is like one of my biggest like things I'd love to do. Have you never seen them before? As in, like the converted seen... buses. You've never seen them before. No, no, I've never seen them. But you can take them wherever you want. What do you mean that you can't do it near Detroit? Um, to like to pick up. So there's like a website. Like it was like Airbnb, but for RVs, like pick up a rental. Oh. But then you can drive it all over the country. So, like, what does it matter? Yes, you can. You can drop. Yeah, so it's like picking it up. You can pick it up somewhere and drive it to somewhere else. That's not the problem. It's picking it up, and it's too far to pick up, pick up yeah? Why is it like, too far to pick up? Because you're going to leave your car. Where are you going to leave your car? How are you going to get there? Like You can take the train to Chicago. Oh, yeah, you can, can't you? But I thought it might be a really good idea for like a little trip for us when I come next. Is it expensive? expensive. They're really expensive expensive. if you want to buy one or, like, make one. They're really expensive. Yeah. So there was one, like, so you can either get a two-seater or a four-seater or, like, a ten-seater or whatever it was. I looked at just, like, a four-seater. Yeah. And it isn't any of the cool ones that you see, like, from the movies. It's just, like, a little van, really. Uh Uh-huh. I'd love to do that. I think that's a little thing I'd really like to go around exploring in an RV. It's very American to me. Um, it does feel quite American, I suppose, but it's like a road trip, you know? Like, I don't know. It seems like I wouldn't have ever thought to rent one. I've looked at them and been like, oh, I want one, like to purchase one and then have that okay. and then travel long term. I think... I think that would actually be so, like, up your street to maybe, like... It's very me, I feel like. It is, to, yeah. To live in a school bus and just go from town to town. 
oh, 100% yay. Like, yeah. Yeah. It definitely I suits my personality, but you need to be able to have an income. So you need to be able to work exactly. remotely, which I currently or do not. have a talent or something like that. Like, yeah. you need to have, like... Some way where you can yeah. make money. But then, like, he was interviewing on this show, like... There was, like, an artist, and then this woman went out. She's a painter. She went to California because it's a Hollywood RV park, and it's the coolest place ever. Like, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to go there. And they're all, like, residential um, RV parks. But this woman goes, yeah, I came out here to do an art show and never left. <laughs> so she just stood there. I was like, yeah, I came out here last year, came for an art show, and sort of, kind of just fell in love with the place so and they've got all like the old like big light bulbs like across their RVs and it's all like pretty they've all got their own little stands one woman had a pet pig that that the sounds so cool to me like I think that would so suit you as well because you like you love to travel and I think I do yeah having that opportunity to go wherever you want to go yeah yeah I think I would really like it you and Coco could travel the country, and I think that would be oh, so cool. It would suit me so well. I would love it. Yeah. I'd love to, but I don't want to go on my own, and no one else will go with me. I will. What are you talking about? Except you. But the whole holiday thing, like, the time off, like, I would like to spend three weeks, two weeks, and that is not physically possible for anyone that works in America. <laughs> true. That's totally true. <laughs> but, yeah, go follow us on Twitter at Fudging the Facts, well, Fudging Facts on Twitter, on Instagram, Fudging the Facts, and on Facebook, Fudging the Facts. Like and subscribe and follow us, whatever. Do the do. Please and thank you. So. Tell me something. I want to tell you about London Bridge. London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. Carry on. My fair lady. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) um so what do you think of london bridge like what image comes to your head when you think of when i say london bridge well i know that i'm wrong but (laughs) i will tell you for most americans uh when you think of the london bridge we actually picture the tower bridge in our heads but i know that the tower bridge and the london bridge are not the same thing because i told you the other day (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's two different bridges. You've got London Bridge and Tower Bridge. But didn't you uh, say the other day that, like, the real London Bridge is, like, not that big of a deal? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about both of them. I'm going to tell you about Tower Bridge because what you, like, the actual, that's more interesting than the actual London Bridge. But I have got some facts about okay. the London Bridge as well. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so Tower Bridge is a combined bascule and suspension bridge in London, which that means, basically, it, it's got two pillars and an opening platform. Okay? That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, the bridge consists of two towers that are tied together at the upper level by two horizontal walkways. And this was designed to withstand horizontal tension. So basically that holds the bridge upright. It was designed in uh, 1876 and it was actually a part of a competition. The City of London Corporation said they wanted a new bridge and they wanted someone to design it. So there's 50 designs were entered into the competition. And in 1884, Horace Jones and John Wolfe Barry's design was chosen. That's what 
Tower Bridge looks like now. And they begin to uh, build the tower in April 86, and it was open to the public in 1894 in June. Because Tower Bridge is far more visible than London Bridge, which people often mistake it for, many tourists go to London and see Tower Bridge instead of London Bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and go, wow, I've been to London, I've been to London Bridge. Um, it's got a museum inside it. Um, you can walk across it. There's two levels. In June 2012, the bridge was highlighted on the route of the Queen Elizabeth's, like our Queen's, um, Diamond Jubilee pageant on the Thames. So the pageant was like military ships, all that the Queen owns, and also it featured the Queen. She sat on a boat and sailed down the river. It was like a, it was like a parade on the water. It was really cool. Um, yeah. But obviously London Bridge and Tower Bridge, there's... There's loads of other bridges across the Thames. You've got the Wibbly Wobbly Bridge. Pardon? It's not actually called that. <laughs> it's not actually called the Wibbly Wobbly Bridge. But if one knows it, it's the one of the. It's a bridge that connects St Paul's Cathedral to the Tate Modern. Like it, that's the way it goes, and that's like a Wibbly Wobbly Bridge because of the wind. When it was first built, it used to wobble because it's it's only a walking mm-hmm. it's only a walking bridge on that one, and it used to wobble. But they since then they've actually fixed it so it doesn't wobble in the wind anymore. But that was one of the first things it got open. It had to be, like, shut again immediately because it was really a safety hazard. Right. Yeah. And it's called what? Does it have a name? Like, a real name? Yeah, it's the Millennium Bridge, hmm. the actual name of it. Okay, so London Bridge, what the song's obviously about. This was between the city in London, Southwark, and Southwark in central London. The current crossing on where it sits today is actually about 30 metres from where it used to be built. But it first was built, the whole London Bridge falling down was out of stone. Okay, and it fell down because it was too heavy. Oh. And that was the reason. Okay. (laughs) Until Putney Bridge, which is another bridge, opened in 1729, London Bridge was the only road crossing of the Thames, downstream of Kingston-upon-Thames. London Bridge has been depicted in several forms, art, literature, songs, including nursery rhymes, as you saw. But there wasn't, like, some sort of, like, specific reason why it was falling down that they made the song about. So one theory that the rhymes relates to the supposed destruction of London Bridge by Olaf of Norway in 1014. Or there's another one, which is a bit glum. Uh, The theory that the song refers to the burying children in the foundations of the bridge. There's a game, yeah? London Bridge is falling down. We used to, like, it was a, like, a playground game with children. Okay. You used to be able to trap people between your arms. So you'd hold, like, I don't, how would I describe this? You'd arch with your friend. Mm-hmm. And then you could open the bridge and close the bridge uh-huh. to let people in. And you'd trap people. And apparently it's in a book called The Traditional Games of England and Scotland and Ireland. Um, And it was based around the idea that the bridge would collapse unless the body of a human sacrifice was built on its foundations. That the watchman is actually human sacrifice who will watch over the bridge. However, there's no archaeological evidence for any human remains that are foundation of the bridge. Just to let you know. So it's like a myth that you need to sacrifice a person so that they can watch over the bridge. But yeah. there's no real evidence of it. No, no. There's also the actual, well, Asian damage theory that until the mid-18th century that 
because it was the only crossing in the bridge. It was damaged by a major fire in uh, 1633. But in the fire of 1666, what we've talked about is the Great Fire of London. <laughs> that is London Bridge and Tower Bridge. You've got a double whammy there. Ooh. I'm bridge fanatic now, obviously. Like Obviously. Right, so yeah. the Golden Gate Bridge we have. I've got the Golden Gate Bridge on my set of keys. Do you? Yeah. Why? I have it. Because Laura, she went to San Francisco and she went to the Golden Gate Bridge and she got me a keychain. Oh. And I love like keychains from around the world, so I have that on my keys. Hmm. Well, yeah. so the Golden Gate Bridge was built in 1933. Well, that was when it first started construction. Now, it was just supposed to connect San Francisco to the north. Like, with this bridge. It's two miles yeah. long. Um, oh, I see. I didn't realise it was that long. Yeah. And it officially opened to the public in 1937. It is a, obviously a tourist attraction. People want to take pictures of it. And, you know, it's a good, yeah. like, landmark and whatever. Anyway, the public basically wanted to be able to have this bridge that would connect San Francisco to the rest of the northern area. And so this engineer, his name was Michael O'Shaughnessy, and he was given this task that he would need to find somebody who would be capable of building a bridge that could cover this amount of space across the Golden Gate, which is the waterway. And so he finds this guy from Chicago, his name is Joseph Strauss, and Joseph Strauss was a drawbridge builder, and he was like, okay, I can do this for about $30 million. And they were like, sold, you are hired. So it was wow. basically that this Michael O'Shaughnessy guy was you at your work finding somebody who could build in the budget. Yeah? <laughs> he was in procurement. He was in procurement. <laughs> so Strauss submits some sketches for a cantilever suspension hybrid. Yeah, sure. Um, we'll know what that is. In 1921. <laughs> and so then they needed to convince the communities on the north end of the strait that the bridge would be to their benefit, which people were like, okay, cool, great, let's do it. So anyway, the project gets all, like, everybody's happy with gets it. Going. Yeah, it gets going. And there's a lot of supporters, but they do get some resistance from some business and civic leaders that it would impede the shipping industry from obviously the boats like going through um they also thought that the bridge would fall down if there was an earthquake because there had been oh, yeah. an earthquake not that long before this in 1906 that like crippled the city so like okay so if an earthquake were to shake that it would definitely shake the bridge but yeah. so people were concerned that it would fall down but this guy is saying, like, I can build a bridge that won't fall down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but they're going back and forth. So they're kind of getting delayed a little bit. So that's why, even though this was proposed in 1919, it doesn't actually get started until 1933. Wow. Okay. So the design and shape of it was, you know, created through a team that Strauss had put together. And then there was this other guy named Leon Moisif who submitted a plan that scrapped the original idea for a hybrid in favor of a suspension bridge that would be capable of moving laterally about two feet each way yeah. so that it would withstand strong winds. And then 
this other guy, Irving Morrow, conceptualized the towers, and he is the one who decided on the paint color, which he calls international orange. Um, <laughs> and then another guy named Charles Ellis worked with like a bunch of engineering, math, and stuff like that, and designing, and he was actually fired before they started construction, so he had put in a lot of work as to the design, but he wasn't given credit until like a bunch of years later because he was fired. Mm. Um, but those guys were all a team. Because this is going to be starting construction in 1933, you have to remember like it's the Great Depression in America, so there's not a lot of money going around. So uh. they're struggling with finances and stuff, so they get this guy named Amadeo Giannini. He invests $6 million in 1932, and that is what paves the way for them to be able to actually break ground on this because they needed more money. Right. Um, blah, 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 blah. So, okay, so since this is a Great Depression, a lot of people are, like, really interested in working on the construction of the bridge, even though this is super dangerous because uh-huh. they're going to be, like, thousands of feet in the air and they're over the water and like there's not a lot of safety measures right so it's super hard because they're in the open ocean and they're trying to build this bridge so they need to do a 1100 foot trestle off of the san francisco side um, and the divers need to go 90 feet down through like really strong currents and they blast away like rock and remove debris and stuff so that they can build there right um And then that got damaged, actually, shortly after construction by a ship coming through. And then there was a really bad storm later on. So their construction was then sent back, like, about five months. Hmm. Once the towers were completed in 1935, this company called John A. Roebling's Sons Company was brought in to do the construction of the suspension cables. So they take six months and spin 25,000 individual wires into 7,650 foot cables. Wow. Like I said, it's pretty dangerous, like working on the bridge itself. So a lot of people fell from the bridge while they were constructing it, but they had like a safety net underneath it. Uh Uh-huh. So only one person fell and died in four years. That's so bad. But nineteen people fell onto the the safety net, Hmm. and they were um, called the Halfway to Hell Club because they fell halfway to hell. You get it? Okay, yeah, okay. Um, But they didn't die; they just fell into the into the netting. The net, yeah. But still, still terrifying, I suppose. Yeah. So from nineteen thirty three to nineteen thirty seven, only one person dies. But in nineteen thirty seven a scaffolding falls and it tears through the net and 10 people die. Oh yeah. Um, finally in that same year, like in the spring, the roadway is completed and the bridge officially opens to pedestrians. And then Strauss wrote a poem about it. Cause like, sure. And it's called a mighty oh, task yeah. is done. Um, and then Franklin D Roosevelt announced that the bridge was open to cars and the rest of the world via telegraph from the white house on the next day. So, um, the first day that it opened was May 27th and that was just for people to walk on it. And then on May 28th, cars could go down it. And that was in 1937. Mm -hmm. How scary would that be for the first like trip across that bridge? Like how scary in a car at that time, right? So (laughs) I... 
I don't like bridges that much. Like, they are scary to me. I feel like I have a weird fear of falling into the water. And I, like, I always had a thing. There's also a bridge just over the Thames um, that connects Essex and Kent called the, uh, the Queen Elizabeth II Bridge. So it's not too far from me. And as a kid, I remember sitting in that car when we have to go over it and like, holding on, not go, like telling my dad, don't go near the edge. Don't, and that's a suspension bridge. Don't go near the edge, don't go, don't go on the edge, don't go near the edge. And, oh, it's horrible. I still don't like it. I don't like I, I haven't driven since I've been driving. I've never driven over a bridge. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, there, see, I... I'm fine, like, I drive over it, but when I'm on a bridge, like, I don't like to be stopped in traffic on a bridge. Like, that makes me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I do always think about it. And, like, if the bridge collapsed and I fell into the water in my car, like, what that would be like. Yeah. I don't like being on bridges on a motorcycle because it just feels more open. I don't know. Like, I Mm -hmm. could fall. I don't know. I don't know why. Weird. Mm. Okay, so the bridge is... Almost, it's just short of two miles long, 1.7 miles long, and 90 feet wide. It was the longest suspension bridge in existence until 1981, and its towers were the tallest bridge until 1993. That's quite a long time to hold a record, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, from 1937 to 1981 and 1993, they held record of being the the longest and the tallest, um, longest suspension bridge and tallest of any type. There was an earthquake in 1989, um, the Loma Prieta earthquake, that closed traffic on the Golden Gate Bridge, and it did cause some destruction, but Uh the bridge didn't fall down. It withstood it. And the bridge has only been closed three times for weather conditions in the first 75 years of its existence. That's well good. Yeah. Very, very like, well constructed. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the bad, like, darker side of it is, like, this is one of the most popular places to commit suicide. Oh, uh, yeah. So, over 1,700 people have committed suicide by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Confirmed. That is There's massive. more, of course, that are unconfirmed. But 1,700 confirmed suicides off of the Golden Gate Bridge. Some people have jumped off Golden Gate Bridge and not died. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so one of the guys that jumped, his name is Kevin Hines, and he jumped on September 25th, 2000 from the Golden Gate Bridge. And he, while he was falling, realized that he didn't really want to die So he tried to, like, maneuver himself so that he would fall in the least damaging way. But obviously he did, like, have some injuries and things like that because he fell 220 feet at 75 miles an hour. His doctors told him that if he had fallen just, like, slightly differently, he would have severed his spine. So he got, like, really lucky. And then he was kind of sort of saved by a sea lion. (laughs) (laughs) like the sea lion like came and like kind of helped him stay afloat until the coast guard got there okay and then he was yeah saved so anyway this guy started a foundation him and his wife margaret started the kevin and margaret heinz foundation which is 
um, their goal is to help educate people about mental health and suicide prevention. And they have been working since 2000. Since then, almost 600 people have died jumping off the bridge. Their foundation, since then, they've been working to get safety nets put up underneath the Golden Gate Bridge to save people Mm -hmm. that jump. And that was approved, and they started construction, and it's set to be completed by 2021. Cool. That's a good news then. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, once that's completed, as long as everything stays on schedule, jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge will no longer be be the high place to to jump off. That's good. I've got a question Hmm. about the bridge. Um, As many, like, famous bridges in the world... You can walk across them. Yeah. Can you walk yes. across the Golden Gate Bridge? You yes. can. Yes. Is it like a tourist thing to do? Like you can do yeah. it? Yeah. I think it's cool that they're going to put up safety nets. I don't know how, obviously, like I'm sure that they've clearly figured out how they're going to do it, but I don't, I just can't it's picture like it in my system. head. I just can't picture right. it having a net underneath it in my head. You yeah. You know what I mean? You but, probably won't be able to well, see it from the naked eye. So I think that they have people who patrol the bridge yeah. um, to, like, talk people down. The Bridge Rail Foundation, which is a nonprofit about stopping suicide at public facilities, uh-huh. they estimated that on average the Bridge Patrol or the California Highway Patrol stops somebody from jumping off of the Golden Gate Bridge every two or three days. So it's, like, really common. Uh-huh. So I just, obviously they have people that pay attention to like know if people are jumping, but like when this mm-hmm. net is up, like I'm just thinking like, of course, like I would think this way, but that what if you jumped and then you're in the net and no one knows you're in the net <laughs> and then you're just down in the I'm, net for like a whole day or overnight or whatever. Like obviously better than. You'd have like, there'd be cameras and shit. Some, some sort of alert oh, system. Is. So you know that somebody's yeah. on the net. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But interesting. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. My phone's going to die. <laughs> we will. Uh, I told you earlier what you got to do. So talk to you later. Do it. Have a good time. <laughs> don't have jump time. off a bridge. No. No, don't do that. Oh, the suicide prevention hotline phone number is 1-800-273-8255. That is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline in the U.S., 1-800-273-8255. In the U.K., it is 116-123, and that's the Samaritans, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, if you need to talk or need help. Okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. Okie dokie. Bye, people. Bye. Bye.